Welcome everybody to a second episode of Perspective and today we'll be talking about perspective on technology. All the things uh, around it and we will of course try to be as wide as possible as always. Uh, <laughs> But normally we digress pretty pretty easily. <laughs> we are trying not to. I literally have a document on my laptop open saying what I need to speak about in this episode <laughs> to not to digress a lot. Um, but yeah, um, the, the main inspiration of uh, this um, episode was actually Facebook once again. Um, but there's a lot of great things on Facebook that you can uh, take the inspiration from. And there was a video from um, Prince AI. I'm sorry, I will mispronounce a lot of things. But uh, he put a video kind of like poetry, rhyming, mm -hmm. music, spoken word, yeah, rap. Mm -hmm. Depends on your personal definition of it. Um, titled Don't Let Your Phone Ruin 2018. Uh, and of course, from the copyright reasons, we'll not play it here. Uh, but um, for every episode, there is a document that you can view and we will put, we'll try, of course, sometimes we may miss some things, to put all the links that we are talking about or the things uh, that we are mentioning so then you can Google Because as internet and as, as English, sometimes the um, spelling of something is not the same as you read. <laughs> Welcome to languages. English orthography uh, is a mystery. True. Uh, so uh, there's always link that you can view all the things um, that we are talking about. So in this video, he... Um, I just want to say off the bat... I don't agree with him 100%, but I loved what he did in that video. The wording of it and how he connects the words that are typical to especially touch uh, screen phones. It's just beautiful. Yes, I absolutely agree. I mean, for me, that was poetry, nothing else. And... Uh, It's true that sometimes maybe you will find an exaggerated, in my opinion, uh, take on technology because sometimes you just want to answer them. Yeah, but like, I need this thing. <laughs> it's just, it's true that, of course, we do tend to exaggerate and using it too much and when we shouldn't. But still, this video is absolutely beautiful. If you have the chance, please follow the link and uh, listen to it more than watching it because it's really about the words and the fact that I really the one thing I remember is that these touch screens they're supposed to put us in touch with each other but they make us be out of touch with people yeah, yeah. That, that was something that I noticed as well and in this case yes I do agree but at the same time to some extent mm -hmm. of it uh And the reason if you um, listen to the first episode, we were speaking about uh, where we lived and how our lives went throughout the Europe for us. I kind of need that technology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like mm. I have friends in many countries all over Europe, not even Europe. 
I kind of need it. Yes, to be course. in touch of with course. people. And it's true that sometimes, for instance, when you find pictures or comics of people, for example, commuting on the train or on the metro, and they depict all these people, you know, staring at their phones as if it were a bad thing, but then. If you go and look at people's feed, most times they're either replying to an email for to a friends or a friend or a family member, or they're watching pictures of I don't know their sister's baby or something. So they are keeping in contact with people, but just not with the people that are directly am- around them. So it is connection in a way, and it's true that for me, well. I I can speak from the other side in a sense because I never owned a smartphone in my life.、Um, it w- became a choice after a time because at some point it became normal to own one. But there again, it's it's an interesting reflection on what is normal because of course what is normal is very often defined by what by what we own rather than by how we. Use the things we own. Yes, <laughs> obviously. In this program, that you will notice a lot, we are using words d- like normal. The definition of normal is because everybody is using、exactly. or everybody is doing something, so it's normal.、Mm-hmm. But everything, as the name suggests, it's the perspective. So, from your perspective, something may be normal because. On the other hand, I own a smartphone, and I would not be able to live without one、mm-hmm. because there are times when I use my smartphone more than my laptop. Of course, of course.、Mm-hmm. So then it's the other side.、Mm-hmm. Of <laughs> I'm amazed by you not having <laughs> a smartphone,、mm. but also I respect the decision completely. Like I understand that not everybody has to have the top quality, top made、uh, phone.、Mm-hmm. Um, to exist in the、yeah. world. Well, you know, I've noticed that during the years there has been a change in perception,、um, in the sense that, for instance, this really、um, became even more clear to me at the beginning of last month. Because at the beginning of last month, coincidentally, it was the day when I when the results of the Italian elections were. Came out, so I think I was so pissed off that I didn't pay attention to what I was doing that day, and so I lost my phone. And so for a couple of weeks, two or three weeks, I was without a phone. And I had so many friends writing to me,、uh, "How were you able to do it and not freak out?" But you see. When I left home,、uh, it was、uh, 2011. The first time, it wasn't normal in the sense that it wasn't common for people to have a smartphone at that time. People never even heard, never even heard about WhatsApp at the time. Very, very little people had WhatsApp because it wasn't useful. And so, what we did was that to meet and talk with people, we would organize, you know, a date on Skype. Via email or Facebook or text, and that was it. So I just went back to a, you know a status quo ante, which was not traumatic at all for me because it was just the way it was a couple of years ago. And it's funny because not having a smartphone sometimes 
um, puts you in a situation in which you cannot do things at the last minute. For instance, if I am, if I have to go somewhere, I need to watch Google Maps at home on my laptop. I cannot watch it while I am going. But that was, I was always used to do that, you know? It's, and it's funny because on the contrary, now that it's so common to have smartphones, nobody really does things in advance anymore. They do things immediately. Not to and that degree, yes. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny because sometimes when I try to organize a meeting with a friend and I will say, okay, let's meet up at this time in this place and I will be there at the time and in that place. And it happened to me that once a person I was waiting for had written to me an email saying, okay, but what time, what time did we say? Like 10 minutes before the arranged appointment. Of course, I did not see the email, but you know, I, was, I, I wasn't worried because I had told him to meet me there and that, that, at that time. It's just that w he had become so lazy that he didn't even think to just read my previous email again to see what I had said. And so he arrived like one hour later and I was like why like what happened and oh I, I wasn't sure like why weren't you sure I told you in advance it's just a completely yeah. different mindset uh, yeah also with the missed times and there's uh I think there's two categories of information in this um, example uh there's the written one And there's the verbal one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can agree that sometimes if we're speaking over phone, um, setting up another meeting, uh, I will say, okay, let's meet at four. I will get a message the same day. What was the time again? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because um, it was verbal. Maybe you didn't write it down on the spot. You forgot happens to everybody of course. Mm -hmm. but not 10 minutes before the meeting <laughs> <laughs> yes I, I have I, my standards <laughs> I must say that was a person I think that that person even if I had had a smartphone would have arrived one hour later anyway oh, so that's uh, I mean it also depends on course, the person that's, but that's if I found it interesting that he couldn't have the the instinctive reaction to just read Check my previous email instead of asking me again and waiting for a reply. And it's so interesting. I mean, because it really puts you in a position of thinking about your organization in a different way. Mm, mm. Yeah, and uh, tying to that, uh, because of course you cannot see us in the studio, Uh, but uh, we call it our brains. <laughs> uh, it's we and we are not joking right now. It's both of us, either though we met like three months ago. We have a notebook, a calendar and our laptops with us. Yes. Almost all the time in the studio when we are recording. Um, so it just gives you an idea how organized we are. But sometimes It may happen that, uh, for example, I don't remember, like I remember that somebody gave me an information, but I don't remember where it was, what medium it was. Was it Facebook? Was it email? Was it WhatsApp? Um, and then I will be scrambling to look for the information. If I cannot find it for five minutes 
And of course, I'm not just scrolling through the conversation. I'm using the search function. Mm -hmm. We are advanced human beings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, then uh, if I cannot find it, I will write to the person. What was it again? Like, oh, could you tell me? But at the same time, waiting for the answer, I will still look for it. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, so this is my level of being organized. And some I forget Maybe not sometimes because it happened way too often to be just sometimes. Um, that not everybody does that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And this is the point where it was like, I send you the information. Why didn't you check? And especially, I'm sorry, it's very annoying. If the conversation was day earlier. So you literally don't need to scroll up. Or you don't need to look much. It's one message earlier. And you will ask me, what was it thing? <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, but no. But it's true that our span, our attention span has been reduced so much because we're so used to scrolling down these devices so distractingly. And okay, that is not something that we can consider, you know, commonly a good thing because it just I mean come on <laughs> I mean really are you so dependent on your devices and on constant communication yeah, that is something also tying back to our notebooks and our brains uh, I my brain started working and this uh, did not happen before this was while I had my smartphone I was using it actively and like and Having a physical calendar, I also use Google Calendar, which is updated on the spot all the time. So again, this just shows you the level of organization, <laughs> <laughs> which sometimes it's obsessive a little bit, but um, it also gives me peace that I have information yeah. everywhere. Right also now. because I don't know about you, but I tend to forget things. That that was so. what I wanted to say. Uh, I'm very much especially right now, lost in the amount of information mm -hmm. that I need to have. Yeah. Because I'm working in Kuspoint. I'm here in Mushtar for one day a week. We are doing the podcast. We are doing this project, that project. In future, it's this and that and all of the things. And then on top of that is because my project finishes earlier than yours. So I need to slowly figure out uh, what after the project. So all the things, all the information... One human being, it's very hard. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's very hard to remember every information on the spot. But something I noticed, if I will put it to calendar, especially the written one, I will remember it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or another trick that I like to use, I will tell somebody, can you please remind me tomorrow or today to do this and that? Even though they will forget, I will remember because I told them. It's the same for me, same for me for, with dreams. When I tell them to somebody, I remember them. <laughs> maybe, maybe because we actually do plan these things in kind of a dreamlike state. We maybe. are always kind of distractingly dreaming, dreaming like swimming through this, you know, ton of information that we need to remember precisely. It's not that we have to remember it, you know, approximately. Of course, if I have an appointment, I want to be there on of time. Of course. And it's interesting because it really tells you a lot of how we go through our days. And also, 
that's why another reason why I never really liked smartphones and in general I never really liked this idea of being constantly in contact with people is that I don't like to write to you when I'm distracted when I have other things to do I mean okay it's nice sometimes just to say hey what are you doing or today I found this comic and it made me think about you of course but If I want to tell you how I am, I will just wait for the time when I will be good enough. I will be a good version of myself so that I can write to you or call you even better uh, to tell you how things are going with the right time. I don't want to go through a conversation with a person that I love and that I miss because we're talking about distance relationships here with everybody and in a distracting in a distracted and dreamlike state so that's also why i don't really like to have a device reminding me that this person wants to connect with you when i cannot be present you know um that's interesting for sure uh well first of all you are i think I'm not sure because, of course, I don't remember all the people that I met. But I think you're the first person to have this kind of mindset that I don't want to have smartphone. Mm. Uh, but also, of course, it also depends on a lot of things. Um, for me, there are many moments where my phone is m more important than my laptop. Just because I am traveling, I am here, I am there. Uh, and sometimes I'm working on my phone. So it's, to some degree, it is my laptop. Just maybe not less powerful because the phones right now are almost as powerful as a laptop. But uh, if I'm on the road, if I'm somewhere, and also as well because uh, I enjoy taking photographs, mm -hmm. but I don't have a camera because a professional camera is quite expensive. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I prefer to have slightly better phone and even pay slightly more than just renewing my contract and paying that one euro or whatever um, to have everything that I need and also have everything I need in one place. Yes, I must say that one thing I wish sometimes that I had is Google Maps on me. Yeah. Actually, with that... Um, because when you said you're looking things up uh, before, um, my last like proper, proper trip was to London uh, last October. Well, not not this October. That was October before that. Um, and I was there for five days and I was in the area. Well, first of all, the first time I was in um, London, I was using metro a lot. So I was not walking around the city that much. If I wanted to go somewhere, I was using metro. But this time I decided that I will not use metro. I specifically booked a hostel in the city center. So to be more or less close in the area. And I took a map from the hostel, like the, the free maps you can get. And I was using that map. Mm -hmm. That's what I usually do, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I was using my phone because the map was so... Uh, it wasn't zoomed in that much. So it was like, oh, next street, turn right. And turns out it was three streets over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But mm -hmm. I tried to, as much as possible, to use the map. And it was amazing. Yeah. 
It's true. And also, I remember that when I moved to Torino in Italy, my mom gave me a map of the center of Turin so that I could, you know, orientate myself a little bit. And I don't know, sometimes these coincidences are really mysterious to me. But I remember I lost the map. But it's funny because I lost the map and I thought, well, you know, I have, I actually have reached a point when I, I know the city, so I don't need the map anymore. So I was like, okay, I, I can give it back to you, destiny or karma or whatever it is. <laughs> you <laughs> so, can have it. Yeah, you can have it. <laughs> I, 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 I learned. And um, it's true that maps are wonderful because the, you can find a lot on, on them that you might not find on Google Maps. And this is something that I really want to touch upon because we are not used to... Um, inconveniences anymore or in general to be exposed to things that we do not expect we're not exposed to to the unexpected anymore just think about the fact that even on spotify we have a discover section where like based on an algorithm of all the things we listen to spotify tells us you might like this you might like that but it's not like listening to the radio and hearing a song you never heard before and that doesn't ap apply to the same pattern of the things you've been listening up to now and maybe you would like it. And this idea that a map and in general an analog kind of experience of the world might expose you to the unexpected. Of course, it's time consuming. I mean, if you have a really, really tight schedule, it won't be very useful for you because you will waste a lot of time. But I don't know. It's kind of more, I don't know. It's kind of more what I want it to be. Well, I'm from the generation in Poland because uh, I noticed recently that Uh, sometimes generation move depending on how countries evolve. But in Poland, I'm from the generation. I remember going with my family on the trips and we had like a encyclopedia map. And I'm not joking, like <laughs> 300, 400 pages. And we would drive somewhere. We don't know how to drive there with a map. Yes. We so, had books too. Yeah. And it was like, oh, so where we are? We are here. We started here. Oh, we just missed that sign. Okay, so we look on the, for the sign on the map. And I remember those um, times. Of course, it's not uh, like we mentioned last episode. I'm just 23. It's not that uh, long in my life that we were traveling with the big ass encyclopedia <laughs> um, but I remember uh, like and even um, because we would travel around uh, a lot to Bieszczady mountains in Poland beautiful beautiful region um, but uh, the map you had to have it in the times without the GPS so there was one time when uh, and of course there was a rule in the car if you sit in front you need to orientate with the map. So the driver was driving and the passenger on the first seat was, was looking the at co -pilot. the co-pilot. <laughs> was the co-pilot. <laughs> and so there was a lot of like we wanted of course we all kids wanted to be on the uh, the front because it's like it's the place to be. Uh, but it, the rule was you need to read the map. Can you read the map? 
no, <laughs> sit in <the> back. <laughs> and That's my wonderful. aunt would be like with the huge map, not the encyclopedia one, because then for that specific regions were not the encyclopedia, the one that you need to fold. And <laughs> she was like literally a newspaper in her hand. Amazing. And looking, oh, now turn to right, to right, here, here. <laughs> Amazing. So, I, to some degree, I miss those times when there would not be a GPS. In 200 meters, turn left, <laughs> saying every turn you need to take. Because it does uh, take away from that unexpected journeys. And, oh, we did not turn when we had to. Mm-hmm. Now we are somewhere. <laughs> not where we wanted to be, but we are somewhere. That kind of adventures. Yeah. Mm, and also the to the same extent, I miss walking like you did in Turin uh, with a map or without a map. You are in a new city and you just walk. You pick a direction and walk. And discover. And yeah. discover. Because even here in Nirech Haza, like I'm here for six months I just know the path that I'm used to walk. Granted, I don't have a week, full week off to walk around the city and discover it as I would like to. But I know the paths and I'm not taking the, oh, let's turn here because I know in one hour I need to be there or in two hours I would like to be home mm-hmm. finally after all the day. Yes. <laughs> so it. We are in the times where technology made us really advanced and we can connect with a lot of people, but it took something away, I think. That's where I think it's important to know how to use your devices. I know that when I remember that when I was in my last year of high school, I had my philosophy and history professor who changed my life completely. He was one of those teachers that really changed your life. And once he told me we were having a lesson on, I don't know, I don't remember what. And he asked me, he just said, I want to know your opinion. He asked me, what do you think of Facebook? And I said, well, Facebook is just like a knife. You can kill some somebody with it, or you can slice butter with it. It's how you use it. And I still stand by that, I think. In general, social media or technology, it's how you use it. I have so many people who do amazing stuff with their smartphones or in general with their devices. Just think about you and your photos. I mean, really, it's amazing what you can do with a phone right now to have this thing in your pocket and to take these wonderful pictures of what is around you. So I think it's really up to you. And that's where I want to go in the sense that I want what I want to say is that that's where you need to realize that what you have in your hands is controlling you and that you have to take control of that of course of course I mean uh, I'm aware why I want to have a smartphone and why I want to have this particular type of smartphone or with this features or that features but also I'm not getting dragged in in all the social media because you can find me on Instagram because I love photography in general and I love taking pictures so this is the platform for me to share my works but also look for other inspiration I am on Facebook 
And there were moments where I wanted to delete it, but uh, the messenger part of Facebook is something that keeps me on the platform. I completely agree. And um, this is essentially my use of Facebook and as well to look for inspiration, the funny stuff, the the five-minute break kind of type. I have a Twitter account, but it's inactive for I don't know how many years. Uh, I don't delete it just because it's a lot of work. I would have to log in there. I would have to remember the password. It's it's there. Sometimes I use it um, to follow creators on YouTube. And that's it. I'm not using Snapchat. I'm not using whatever next. I don't even know half of the <laughs> social media stuff because I'm not interested in them. If you make another platform for purely photographers or something like that, maybe I will check it out. But also what I do with any new kind of social media, whatever it's WhatsApp, Telegraph, whatever you think of, I will first research it. Then I will read about it. I will see on Google Play, because I have Android phone, uh, what they say about the app. I'll close it, forget it probably for next months. And if I remember again and I decide at that moment that I need it, then I'll download it and make an account. Well, that's a very responsible way to do it. Yeah. To be honest, I don't have time. (laughs) That's the main point. I don't have time to update all the 50 social networks. I'm not a YouTuber who needs to have it. I'm not working at least. Well, I kind of am, but I'm not at the same time in the industry that I need to be a manager of somebody who needs to be on every social platform. So why should I? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the, I think that's the main question. And something that I wanted to touch upon uh, as well, uh, because I have younger brother. There's 12 years difference between us. So sometimes I would pick him up from the school. So he's right now in primary school. And imagine my face when I see a kid who is barely half of my height. And I'm not a high person, like, literally, like, I'm not in the standards of supermodels whatsoever. And he has three times better smartphone than I do. Mm-hmm. Why? Just to be entertained. And that's, I think, um, the new generation right now after us. Because we remember the times when w- there was no smartphones. Yeah, we remember the maps in the we car. We remember the <laughs> maps. We remember the line phones. We remember how it was hard sometimes to call somebody on a busy day because they would be on the phone on the time. And or it when was you wrote text messages with all the abbreviations because one message would cause so much. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or you would, God forbid, right now, wrote a letter to somebody. Mm-hmm. I still do. Uh, well, I mean, you can imagine from what I said that I'm kind of kind of person. Well, I like letters <laughs> as well, but uh, the fact that I'm moving so much, it's very yeah. hard to keep yeah. track of my address. So I do that on the email. <laughs> um, that's uh, that's something that I had to do because I love writing letters. Um, I even have a folder on my drive letters to you. If mm. if I wrote a letter to somebody on the drive, I would like save it. Uh, that's beautiful, really. But uh, and that that's the only reason why I don't 
write them by hand anymore just because like uh for example i have a friend we know we chatter for many many years but we live on two sides of poland so uh, sometimes i would write a letter to her sometimes she would respond to me as well and uh, i loved just handwriting a letter but right now in the spam of two years uh, she would get f- letters from me from four different addresses <laughs> and also from there's three also different countries same problem is for everything the time and the time the time where Go to do the we post find office. time yes like really just to write to pen down a letter takes hours if you want to write a really long letter so just to write it and then you know put it in an envelope and then go to the post office find a stamp it takes time and that's i think something i think one of the reasons it's so hard for us to live in a more analog way is also that we don't really feel we have the time to do it sometimes we really don't sometimes we just have to start making the time it depends on what you do in your life but it's true that also for instance when people complain that they spend so much time on social media being passive when they could spend all those four or five hours they spend in a life reading a book or seeing a friend or calling a friend and they complain about it and then you say okay but it's not that you didn't have time because that you time just you it. just wasted it so it really depends on how you organize your time in our case i think it's really a lack of time not a oh. waste of time because i mean i am so happy when i do have the time to employ it for something that expands me as a human being i remember that i was working last summer and i didn't have one minute to breathe the only time i could dedicate to myself to my brain to my soul to my humanity was in the 45 minutes walk that i had to my office and actually i chose to take the long road to go to the office <laughs> especially because like i woke up earlier in the morning because i wanted to have those 45 minutes for myself and i went to this beautiful place in the city uh, i was working in mantova in italy and it has a beautiful beautiful lake there so i went walking around the lake and i listened to podcasts and i was so happy because every time that i could squeeze in something that could expand me as a human being i did i really did not want to waste that time you know so i sometimes i wonder why do you waste it to give that time to me if you want to waste it yourself so it's really how you manage it mm. Yeah, but also uh, being you slightly off the technological mm. advancements. <laughs> it's interesting that you chose a longer route to listen to a podcast yes. <laughs> on your technological device. Well, I have an MP3 player, <laughs> not a smartphone. Yeah. But I do have my wonderful MP3 player that I have to charge like once a month. Um also, a one one good thing about not having a smartphone is that I have to charge my phone every week. Yeah, that's sometimes I miss those times. Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, like with everything, well, unfortunately, 
not in the bad sense of the word. The technology, of course, made it easier for mm-hmm. us to have a power bank. Of course. And of course, I had to buy one because uh, that was with my previous phone that the battery was old and the phone was old. So it would drain the battery like half a day. So Mm -hmm. I had to just to have a phone for a one full day. I had to have it right now because it's a newer phone because I had to change it before coming here. So the battery is okay. Wow. I can (laughs) last if I'm not using my phone that much. I can easily last three days. Wow, that's great. But otherwise, no pain, no gain. Yep. (laughs) But otherwise, yeah, if I have to use it, if I have to write the emails, if I had to respond to messages, then of course the battery goes down and down and I need to charge it every day. Hmm. Uh, It's something for something. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's with both of our cases because we are... Not maybe far off because we enjoy doing the same thing. Like we also have notebooks and paper stuff. But uh, we both are missing something. Me, Mm -hmm. I'm missing the fact that I am connected all the time. And technically, if I have an internet connection, you can reach me 24 hours per seven. Yes. The only thing that I'm doing is I'm turning off my Wi-Fi for the night. Mm -hmm. So you cannot reach me Mm -hmm. at night because I want to sleep. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, but I need my sleep hours. Mm. And, but at the same time, I'm losing the fact that people are texting me half an hour before the meeting. Oh, so where was it? Or when was it? Or can you explain me how to reach to destination? Because they are sometimes too lazy to just Google it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the worst case of it, if you have an address or you have an exact meeting point and you're still not using your Google it's just the point of oh, and I'm not at the same time I'm not technically advanced I don't have the newest laptop like my laptop is falling apart <laughs> the plastic <laughs> part of my laptop is falling apart mm. my phone is not the top shelf yeah but I know how to use them exactly and that's the whole thing I believe for instance I have a colleague here at Mushtaraz he's very young he's 18 so I think he can be already counted in the next generation easily easily and he uses his smartphone to do all the things people his age do so like for me it's so weird the way he scrolls through Snapchat so quickly He doesn't even look at them. He just, you know, just like that. His eyes just go, you know, like like that. And he doesn't even know how to read a GPS. Because he's so used to having devices tell him what to do that the fact that he has to orientate and understand that, yeah, okay, the little arrow is pointing in that direction, but where is that direction in your surroundings? That mental effort, I don't, he cannot do it because, I don't know, is it just being used to it? It's weird. To be honest, uh, because I had Snapchat at some point just because my fr- uh, two of my friends were u- actively using it and a lot of things that they would share from the pictures mm-hmm. because Snapchat is, again, very visual. It's not something that you read mostly. Uh, so I 
had a Snapchat account. The problem was when my phone at the time because Snapchat was not stabilized uh, very well. It was just my phone was dying with it. So <laughs> I gave up after a week. Yeah. And I told my friend, I'm sorry, but you need to send me the things that you're sending on Snapchat <laughs> on Messenger because I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, but uh, Instagram has a similar uh, feature to Snapchat. I'm not following that one as much. I'm just looking at my friend's feed to see. But for Instagram, for example, I'm dedicating like this is the 15 minutes I'm spending with the Instagram because I want to look at the pictures. Yeah. I want to read what people wrote under the pictures if I can understand the language they're reading, they're writing, because that's another point. <laughs> um, but I, I am on Instagram because I enjoy the things that are there. So I want to have that minute. I want to see where is that place. Maybe there's something interesting around it. And many travel ideas came from Instagram because yes. I saw the beautiful city somewhere. And it's like, so now we are figuring where that city is. <laughs> if I can go there, if I need a visa. <laughs> beautiful. And, uh, but you're not doing it for peer pressure or anything. You're doing it because it's for you. And also you are defining the rules of how you use it, you use it and the rules absolutely. of who you, who you follow. And that's, again, it's not about customizing. It's about using it in your way, in a way that is responsible and useful for you. I think the key word that you said is responsible. Yes, yes. Because there's a video uh, made by Vox. Uh, they're doing a lot of uh, educational stuff and a lot of politics as well, which we will try not to dwell in a lot <laughs> because we, we love to, both of us. Um, but they made a video uh, with a title, It's Not You, Phones Are Designed to Be Addicting. Uh, so... That way, for example, um, do you know the reason why almost all of the social media are blue? No. It's because the blue, because uh, the red makes you aggressive. So it wakes mm. you up, but aggressively. Mm -hmm. Blue will keep you awake. Like on that uh, state, like you are kind of sleepy, but you don't want to fall asleep because the blue makes you awake all a, the time. A dreamlike state, again. A dreamlike state. So uh, there, there is a reason why Twitter is blue. There is a reason why Tumblr is blue. There is a reason why Facebook is blue. It's not because they want to follow some trend. It's because scientifically, blue is the color that will keep you awake. Yes. So it keeps you awake through endless scrolling and uh, also keyword endless. Yes. Because mm -hmm. there is not a page. So you can say, okay, one last page and I'm going to sleep. Because there is just the swipe of the finger and the next picture and exactly. the next text and the next something. So um, there's a really scientifical a lot of scientific stuff in a way how the social networks are designed. Exactly. And one thing that I found really, really interesting about that video is the fact that it is so clear that these devices and in general social media, they're not designed to actually offer you significant content in the sense that 
They want to offer you things that you might need. They're there to engage you, just to entertain you, and for no other reason. And I think that the moment you know this, you mom- the moment you realize that this device is there not to be not to save your life in some way or not to give you something that you might really need but it's there to entertain you then you can choose how to use it it breaks the glass yes exactly you just realize that you've been you you're being manipulated and so you can decide to say no i don't want to be manip- manipulated in this way i will use it in a better way in a better way for me of course but also what i love and of course that's another take of the technology and the advancements and we we also kind of went off to the social media technology but i think that's the the most important part to be aware of it uh that there are of course people who will be on those platforms to actually show you something meaningful. Yes. Because at the same time the Vox is on Facebook, the Vox is on Instagram. But uh what I love the Vox for example on the Instagram using the Snapchat feature the, the photos that will disappear after 24 hours. Uh they every week they're doing like a week explained and five top news with pictures and little text just enough to for you to know what's going on more mm. or less and if you want to know more then you can go to websites to actual physical article yes and there's the same with the video that we mentioned in the beginning don't let your phone ruin which i think it's kind of ironic that he's posting that on uh, facebook of course <laughs> yeah when we will watch it like i saw it for the first time on my phone <laughs> so <laughs> yeah that's the irony of the things we need the technology to let people know don't ruin <laughs> don't let technology ruin, ruin your life, life. Like, yeah <laughs> this is kind of ironic circle that we are right yeah. now it's um, quite paradoxical but again i think it comes back to the fact that we're not talking about a willing entity a willed entity i would say we're talking about an instrument so that instrument can turn very easily against you but it can also be very useful for others there are so many things that i have discovered on social media i have a facebook account and an instagram account but i use them in different ways in the sense that instagram is my bubble i only follow the things i like and i'm very obsessively into illustration and photography and in general the visual arts so i only follow artists So it's it's my little bubble. I just go there. It's my quiet room and I look to beautiful pictures of beautiful illustrations while Facebook is more diverse. But I found so much inspiration. We have also found so much inspiration for this podcast on Facebook and on social media. So there are channels uh well not channels in the literal sense, but in the more in a broader sense that there are channels that can really get through some really deep and meaningful information and there again it's another key word meaningful yes 
there's a lot of like I try to because of course there's the part of Facebook that your friends are publishing things your friends are posting things um, but as much of course as my friends uh, will publish things and uh, of course I will look at them what who is doing what and where they are in the world um, but I try to make my feed as much meaningful and positive uh, at the same time. I will not follow uh, pages that will post just things that will make me angry. Mm-hmm. Or like I love kind of uh, either funny things to have that moment of uh, enjoyment and entertainment, of course, because at, but at the same time, I don't own a TV. Exactly. So this is my TV moment. <laughs> yeah. Or I will follow Vox. I will follow uh, other people who put uh, scientific stuff uh, or just like information or politics in general, but politics in news mm-hmm. relation, not like, oh, he did this. We need to ban something. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in for that. If you will do so, those kind of things, I will mute you on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's easy as that. If you make my feet something that I don't want to be, you are not on my feet. If I cannot unfriend you because you are my friend, I will do you the courtesy of just muting your post. <laughs> I'm sorry, it sounds mean, but this is my way Yeah. because Facebook is my bubble. Maybe not that bubble as in your mm, for yeah. Instagram, but it's this is my space. Why should I make it untidy exactly. and mean and just toxic? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, it's funny because for me, while I have, you know, I have these very like black or white thing. I'm unfortunately, I tend to be a black or white person, but I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to appreciate the grays as well. So while Instagram is my little bubble, Facebook is the place where I have everything everything and sometimes there are people especially not pages i won't follow pages that make me angry but i have some facebook friends that i cannot unfriend because i come from a very small town so everybody will know (laughs) no i cannot do that but it's very interesting to me because facebook is basically my constant social experiment and uh, to observe what people say even if it hurts me more often than not um, is it helps me to understand that outside reality is different from what I what I what I would make it let's say like that but yeah it keeps me grounded let's say well the other point of my um, feet is I don't understand <laughs> 70% of it because That's I know so wonderful. only Polish and English Yeah, if you post in Italian <laughs> it can be like as toxic and just hurtful for everybody as possible but I will least. not understand it oh it's better that way <laughs> it's better don't worry <laughs> you don't want to know <laughs> no. no well of course uh, Facebook has the auto translation mm-hmm. uh, um, feature Sometimes I will use it, um, especially if I know something happened, like election or, I don't know, some catastrophe, something that I would like to know 
what is happening, at least more or less. I will use it, but I also know that I cannot uh, rely on that translation 100% because it is a machine translating a sentence. And there are languages that are easier to translate from and to. There are languages, for example, if you're translating a pro tip, if you're translating Portuguese, uh, it is better to translate it to Polish than to English, apparently. Really? Wow. Because the structure of the sentence are more similar to the Polish language <laughs> than to English. So it actually makes more sense. <laughs> Which Excellent is tip. crazy for me, but also not the best news because my Facebook is in English. <laughs> so if I will auto-translate, it will auto-translate to English because that's the language that I have set yes, of course. on my Facebook. Um, but it's wonderful because it really makes you... It always exposes you to the realization that your reality is international. And that's beautiful, I think. Yeah. It's funny because my Facebook is in English, but not in normal English, is in pirate English. So instead of having the button like, I have the button ar. <laughs> so oh, I love so it cute. so much. I've had it since forever and I love it so much. So basically in front of every person's name, there is Captain so you are Captain Magda in my Facebook. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I wish I knew about it. Try that. Before. Try that. <laughs> I think it will be uh, very weird for me and I will change it back to a normal yes. just because I'm used I, to I mine. I had to get used to it. But, yeah. <laughs> but that sounds awesome. So that's another way in which this Facebook and in general these social media can provide entertainment for you just the fact that they the you small things but again you know <laughs> most people don't even know you can change the language I just you know wanted to find out how Facebook worked Facebook worked and that's how I realized that you could change it and there's also like a lot of weird you have Latin you have all the Italian dialects it's um, you can actually choose and it's something that if you look a little closer on how Facebook works uh, you will find it out and it's really funny actually. Well, yeah. I knew that you can change a language because mm. from the beginning my Facebook was in Polish. Of course. But then I switch myself to English. So Switch yours. <laughs> this is going to be the topic of another episode, I yes. believe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is in plans, uh, but we need to structure it a little bit better to not to focus purely on me <laughs> because I don't want to. <laughs> um, but uh, I did know that you can switch to other languages. I did not know that you can switch to the dialects. Yes. Uh, because at the same time, I don't know the dialects. I don't know their names. I know some in Spain, but that's pretty much it. Mm hmm. Uh, so that's interesting information. You learn something new there every day. There must be Klingon, I believe, or maybe even the elfish language from the Lord of the Rings or something. I'm, I'm very sure. curious. We I'm need sure. to see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you can see that on your own Facebook and change to elvish <laughs> and then not understand anything. Absolutely. And then uh, switch back to the language that you understand. Ha, how do you switch ha, back? Ha, ha. That's... <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but that was the mean thing to do when you're with your old phone, like oh, old, yes. old phone, <laughs> to change a language to like Chinese. 
<laughs> so that the person couldn't switch it back. Yeah, and then like try to remember what is where. Yeah, um, to change back to your oh, wonderful the old times. The old times. The old times. <laughs> yeah, talking about old times. I'm very curious uh, for the end of the podcast. How much do you remember from the technology, like um, VHS cassettes or uh, the small disc? I don't even know the name of it in English. Do you remember the floppy disk? Yeah, the floppy disk. Of course, I remember. Well, I uh, was born in 1992, so my fir- I remember that the first DVD we had came in 2000, and it was actually Fantasia 2000. I also remember which one was the first uh, DVD we had. And I, because I remember that when I was a kid, I would watch VHSs all the time. Of course. And <laughs> also, my grandmother tells me that when I was a very, very small kid, I don't remember doing this, I would put cookies inside the VHS reader. I don't know why. Maybe because it looked like an oven for me, like a biscuit. Yeah, or maybe it looked like an animal for, to me. And the the like the little door was the mouth, oh. so I wanted to feed the little. I have no idea why I did it. I don't remember doing it. I was very very small, and I loved it. Uh, also, I remember how weird it was because the colors and the DVDs are so much brighter, sometimes even too bright. Yes. But there was no commercials at the beginning. You didn't have to rewind the cassette. Yeah. All these things, I still, sometimes I still think about, do you remember when we had to rewind it? Like, or even... I had, like, because uh, the CDs at the time, it was not even DVDs, but CDs when they started approaching... Uh, first of all, uh, most of the times they couldn't uh, fit all movie on one CD. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and so I had a lot of VHS uh, cassettes and I had some like we bought the cartoons or for me or for movies, but we also would record stuff. On of the, course, of course. So, of course, the trick was to not record the commercials so you don't need to <laughs> <laughs> rewind them. You had to become a pro to at, at that because really it was hard not to cut the first few seconds of the movie. Well, there would be... Um, commercials and uh, on some channels it would be like um next up the movie the movie but it was like those little signs were made for people who were recording you know yeah that's why it was there uh, i remember rewinding and i remember the um, annoyance of oh, somebody didn't rewind exactly, the movie. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> we need to spend 10 minutes waiting for it to come back to the beginning. Yeah. And um, as well, um, I had the small cassettes with the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So I remember searching for a song and it was like, here, no, <laughs> here. Yay! <laughs> I remember that when I was a kid, we used to, when we went on vacation, we used to go by car and I was the DJ. So I had the cassette reader and I also had my little bag with all my cassettes. And we we had a lot of cassettes with Disney, Disney movies, soundtracks, and a lot of classics. We listened to a lot of American classics, especially so a lot of black music, James Brown, Aretha Franklin, a lot of Elvis Presley, that kind of thing. And um, 1960s American music, which is actually my, still my favorite kind of music today. 
We had the Blues Brothers soundtrack on cassette, I remember. And that was the... Since I was the DJ, I decided what we listened to. That was the one I always played at the beginning of the journey. Because to begin, still now, when I listen to He Caught the Katie, in my mind, I am leaving for a journey every time I listen to it. Because it was the beginning. Yeah. And I remember that I had to change the sides and then I have to rewind everything. And if we didn't want to listen to the B side of a cassette, I had to rewind it before putting something else. I loved that time, although it wasn't very practical again because no, you it wasn't. <laughs> wasted a lot of time rewinding stuff and finding a song was absolutely impossible. Yeah. And I remember floppy disks as well. Because I do as well. Wow. I was like, using them in <laughs> primary <laughs> school. <laughs> We're not that far off from the age. Uh, but then mm-hmm. uh, at the same time, because uh, we here uh, we have in our organization um, two girls that are right now 18 and 19. They started the project being 17 and 18. Wow. And we would uh, one day, of course, we, we're off um, to the technology part. And there was like, what is floppy disk? Oh or like they were not using the cassettes. They would maybe remember the VHS a little bit, but that's like stuff from the dreams and the yes. w- however past. That's one of the amazing things about technology, especially in our age. It changes your life so completely in such a short time. Just the fact that I remember that when I left for university, it was 2011. Today we are in 2018. At that time... It wasn't normal. It wasn't common to have a smartphone. Only very, very rich people had it or like Apple fans had it. And in eight years, it became such a standardized uh, commodity that it is weird for somebody not to have it just in eight years. Well, also imagine that my brother is 12 years different. He's now 12 and he only knows touchscreens. Yeah. I remember that once I tutored a kid. He was 12 at the time. It was a couple of years ago. And he had never seen a phone with buttons. And I was like, well, you know, in the winter, at least I can type a text with my gloves on and you can't. <laughs> yes, that's that's very much true. And um, I think on that note, we will slowly end because we went off a little bit uh too far into the time but we will do that sometimes so you just need to be prepared for that um well the next episode as always will be a surprise we will see you next week on fridays on fridays because now we, we have decided. a set date <laughs> on fridays 10 a.m every day you'll be able to hear us on your devices uh and you will actually be able to hear us offline because that was something that we wanted to make sure from the very beginning. Uh, so thank you for listening so thank much. Thank you for listening. And we will hear you. Well, Again. you will hear from us. <laughs> exactly. But we would like to hear from you every now and then if you want to write to us. Of course, uh, there will be an email that you can write to us if you want or on our respective Facebook pages. And we'll hear you next time. Bye. Bye.